Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 85 of FPL Black Box. My name is Az and I'm joined by Mr. Mark Southern. So how are you, Mark? I'm good. I'm I'm loving this early evening time. I feel I feel ready for this. It's a new experience. But yeah, I'm up for it. I've got to be honest, when you messaged me and said we were going at seven, I didn't believe you. Didn't because you said that before. Mm. <laughs> but here we are. We're here at seven. Yeah, no, I'm delighted. Um, yeah, we've got loads to talk about. We've got, you know, multiple game weeks coming up in quick succession. We've got injuries to Trent and James. Um, to deal with. Uh, right, let's go straight into talking about game week 10. It was a pretty oh, dark week this one, it Mark. <laughs> I, I don't understand it, right? I think we we joked last week that surely at 5.5 million, I can't get a green arrow. I got a, I got a red arrow. I got a red arrow of 11,000 places. I went down 11,000 places. With that team, can you explain to me? Well, that's, that's your team on screen at the moment. Yeah, well, my team. I, I just don't understand it. Let's come on to your team. Let's come on to your team first. I mean, it's another red arrow for you. Yeah. Two red arrows in the five million club. Pretty impressive. I just don't believe Uh, it. (laughs) We talked last week, didn't we? And I said, there's no way this team is going to get a a red. You you said, what's he doing five million? And and I look at it now and I'm like, what did I do wrong there? I don't, I mean, I don't have Cancelo. That's it. Simple as that. I, I kept faith in Trent. I went Trent over Cancelo in the wild card. I went Walker in the wild card to cover City. And obviously, Cancelo scored twice, hasn't he, in that run? And um, how many goals did he get last season? Three or four? Did he? You know, he's he's got yeah. two in a cluster. Um, despite you know the data looking like he was less involved in terms of assisting, he's he's scored two fantastic goals, low xG goals, but good goals. So he's a brilliant player. So what can you say? I didn't have him. Kept faith with Trent, and and it's gone so extreme that swing between Trent and Cancelo, hasn't it? Oh, it's been so painful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Cancelo did the damage. Uh, you, you had Ray in goal, Trent James, Trippier, Perisic, Zaha, Martinelli, De Bruyne, Bowen, Haaland, and Tony. Not a single weak player there. 
No, really? and all the attackers return. Look, every yeah. single attacking player returned. Um, You've still got a red. I've yeah. still got a red arrow because obviously Ken Shallow's in so many teams. And um, yeah, so what do I do about that? I guess we'll talk about defenders a lot tonight because of the situation with Trent and Reese James now. And of course, mm. the missing fixture of Game Week 12, which makes it really tricky. And it means that we're going to be discussing some names that are quite, should we say, unfashionable? As, <laughs> can we say that? That's a nice way of, of mentioning uh, yeah. as a Yeah, I mean, the problem, the problem with Cancelo, and I'm going to come on to my team, is, is exactly the same as you. I didn't have him. You look around all the people in our leagues, everyone's got him. And rightly so, right? Mm. He's the most nailed on defender playing for a top side who's, you know, going to get 200 points this season. Yeah. He's a great option. The difficulty was when we had Trent and James that we did and City haven't got the game in 12, it was really difficult to justify moving for him. So mm. I had Ward in goal, Trent, James, Trippier, um, Gahey, uh, Foden came in again for me, Madison with one, Zaha with five, Martinelli, Haaland uh, and Kane. So again, I had returns from pretty much all of my forwards except yeah, for Madison, Madison um, you know, and Trippier's point. Still got a red because Cancelo got 18. And yeah, it's just, I mean, the goalkeeper situation is, is a bit of a nightmare, but mm. I mean, I had Diaz and I sold Diaz because I wasn't sure about, you know, his, if I'd done nothing again, I would have been like 12 points better off because I took a four point hit, bought in Gahey and Zaha, uh, <laughs> got rid of Diaz and Tross, um, Trossard and Gross for a hit and, you know, only got six points and they, and they got that back with, you know, and then and the four points on top. So mm. Tough, tough week. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I mean, I'm used to it by now, but I, I just wonder when it's going to turn, when I can get out of this five million into the, oh, yeah, I just, it's just crazy. It's difficult. Come join me difficult. in the, in the one million to yeah, two million Yeah, in, in the, the heady heights of 1.5 million, which in any other season, I'd be starting to fret about that. But in this season, I'm, I'm going to look it up to that at the moment. But I know. I, it, what can you do? I mean, Cancelo, you know, obviously people say, why didn't you have Cancelo? Well, because I had Walker in the wild card, and obviously mm. then Walker got injured, so I didn't have the Man City cover. Uh, yes, Cancelo can't. Uh, Walker can't cover Cancelo, but there is a slight price difference in those two players, and obviously I felt I could do more with the money. Uh, and also, I wasn't banking on Cancelo scoring two goals in the first nine, eight or nine games. Which, let's face it, you know, it's, it's a good return, isn't it, for a fullback who yeah. I mean, hasn't been getting forward as much, arguably. We, we we both tried to cover Cancelo in different ways. I tried to cover him mm. with Diaz. You mm. tried to cover him with with um, Walker. Other people have got Edison, for example, and, mm. and gone like that. Because the stats, like we've talked about multiple, multiple weeks, are really poor. I know Cancelo's an elite player. I know he's going to get forward. I know the stats don't tell the whole story. But his stats were so low that it made me think that attacking returns wouldn't necessarily yeah. be that regular. Yeah, and to get a goal and an assist in one game, and and mm. the clean sheet in an eighteen point haul, that does hurt. <laughs> mm. But and, and it's not entirely unpredictable, but still hurts. It, well, it kind of is. I mean, the data relative to last season was down, yeah, relative yeah. to his own last season. But it is what it is. We got punished, and 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 the other side of that, of course, is Trent has been absolutely awful because yeah. Liverpool haven't kept clean sheets. And he, it's funny, I, I, we're going to look at Trent a little bit later on. I look back at where he was after this many minutes last time out and he he had three assists. And this season he's got one goal and one assist. Mm. The big difference is after as many minutes as he's played this season, last season, Liverpool kept five clean sheets. So they kept five clean sheets in the first seven games. Whereas this yeah. season, they've, well, they kept one, have they? And that's been, that's been the difference. Oh. Right? Yeah, it, it's not been his attacking returns that have, haven't compared. It's been, it's been the clean it's like, sheet. 
But it's in you know it's it's two one zero zero in the last four game weeks for Trent, and for Cancelo it's two nine one eighteen. So you're looking at thirty points compared to three. Expensive mistake, yeah. Expensive mistake, and we are full of them uh, this season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's come on to the great and the good. Uh, so Finsley is uh, absolutely smashing it. Another green arrow for him. He's up to four k uh, in the world. FPL Harry. Uh, seconds, but still some way off. I mean, 18K, still having a, a great start to the season. Um, at the other end of the table, uh, there is you, unfortunately, cut adrift from from everyone at the moment, 480. Uh, Jeff, I overtook Jeff this week with his paltry score of 38. How did uh, he manage that? <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. Right. It's the lowest score uh, by some distance in the great and mm. good. Um, we're actually level, we're level on points, but I must be ahead of him on transfers made or, or mm. something weird. Um, every single manager, Captain Harland, in the great and the good. Uh, yes, week, I which... wonder how often we're going to see that now from now on. It's, uh, yep. I w- yeah, I, I wonder if that's going to be the same this week, you know, given that it, it is a tough f- fixture in theory mm. against Liverpool. But then you look around at the options and I'm struggling to to know who to, who to go for this week yeah. um, other than him. Um, he's had the rest. Liverpool have now got defensive injuries. So I think this trend's going to going to continue, unfortunately. Uh, one thing Greyhead did for us was he looked at auto-sub points. Uh, just a shout-out to FPL Harry, who's had 32 points um, auto-subbed. Uh, to put that into context, the next, the next highest is Magnus with 14. Wow. So FPL Harry's had a bit of jam. Do you f- define uh, that as luck? Do you define that as luck? Yeah, of course. Okay, right. Of course it is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, you can, you can, you not, can not have a... Not squad depth, No. Not squad depth. Don't don't no. give me that. Okay. Auto sub points are all all <laughs> jam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um, a shout out as well to Fabio Borge, who has only got one point off his bench, um, but has benched seventy four points, which is the second highest. Only Ben Krellin has had more with eighty two. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Ben and and uh, <laughs> Ben and Fabio have not had the luck of a certain FPL Harry uh, this week. You and I um, three auto sub points for me, fifty four my bench. Uh, two or sub points for you, 61 on the bench. Mm. We're about average. Yeah. We're about average. Interesting. Slippers is still in range for you. That's got to be your target, right? Next. Oh, or, yeah. Like 12 points behind him. Yeah. Um, I, overtook, and... I overtook him briefly and, right. then, and, then he, and then he went ahead again. But yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's, like, we're, he's, we're, he's go we're doing badly, but there's a lot of managers like you look at the great and the good league and you'd want to be in the 100K, wouldn't you, really? To, mm. to say you're having a good season at this point, you'd want to be in the 100K. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe actually in the top 1 million is a good season this season. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I've don't. i lost track of what a good season is. I'd like to know. <laughs> I'm so far away from it, I can't even possibly try and define it. What's your take? What would you, where would you want to be at this point? Because you, you can't be happy with being 1.6 million. But looking at this, it's not that bad. I mean, like... No. I, I don't know. I, 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 w- I would be happy if I was in the top 500K. Right. Ish, around then, yeah. I mean, it's a bit of an arbitrary number, but I'd look at that and think I can push on. Oh yeah, into yeah, the top hundred k yeah, from there. Yeah. You know, people who are in the top hundred k at the moment, that is that is an out. You could go on and win it from mm. there. I still I maintain that because a couple of big weeks with some differentials coming in, mm. um, we're going to be talking about you know uh, FPL Raptor, who's uh, having an absolute blinder of all the kind of content people out mm. there. He's, he's basically the opposite of me, isn't he? He's a content creator <laughs> who's having a flyer, and you know I'm the other end of the spectrum. Basically, he's what a hundredth, hundredth in the world, something like that. Hundred and fifty-eight. Hundred and fifty-eight. Yeah, massive shout out to him. Uh, incredible start. So, yeah, I think. If I, but I think if you're in, if you're in the top million, it's all right. If you're in the top 500k, that's decent. If you're in the top 100k, then that's fantastic. Yeah. That's broadly how I. I, I mean, the top million for me would be. I mean, I'd be 
very, very happy with that, obviously, but it's relative to where I am now, I guess. I'm trying to think in a regular season after 10 games, where would I want to be? Yeah, top million would be great, I think, in any season. That's good. Uh, and this season, it's very good, I think. So, yeah. What's your target then? From oh, God, the, I, don't I don't know. I don't know what it comes I mean, it, I guess I can't really look. I mean, like my worst ever finish is what, 275,000, I think, mm. one year. So I guess I've got to try and get better than that. But I think that's going to be very difficult because people keep saying, oh, no, it's not going to be hard to make up ground. I think it is. I think it is, unfortunately. I think, like, I can can make safer choices, Uh, you know, obviously going to Harlan captain and I can move Trent to Cancelo now, I guess. And that is just moving my team closer to everybody else, though, isn't it? Which I guess I've got to do and then try and make the difference with players elsewhere. But I do think, you know, last last week everyone was saying, oh, no, it's going to be easy. You'll make up ground fine. That was a week where, like, Trossard got a hat-trick, et cetera, right? We don't yeah. get those weeks all the time, do we? Um, so I do, I've got to be realistic. I think it's going to be very hard for me to beat my worst finish ever, which, you know, got to accept that, haven't I? Not, to, um, not to put more pressure on you, but your worst finish was actually 192,000. Right. Never going to beat that, am I, for me? <laughs> <laughs> Never going to beat that. But there you go. I'm, I'm looking at my worst FBL finish ever. But, I've, you know, for the sake of everyone else who's having a bad season, I've got to press on and be, I'm remain positive. That's, that's what Absolutely, I've got to yeah, do. Yeah, right? you, can't, you can't go anywhere. No, you're you're no. holding, the, holding the torch forever. No. I mean, what, what, what you need, like, and, and not to wish injuries on anyone, but what you need is a, is a Harland injury, right? You need, <laughs> you need... I thought you were going to wish an injury on me, right, so I didn't have to play anymore. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what you need is to go into some so kind of coma. Anymore. I don't say that, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus, that'd be, that'd be clipped and played back. Oh, Hacked or hospitalisation, that's your only, uh, <laughs> your only get out. <laughs> Blimey, oh, that's dark, isn't it? Oh my god, oh, it's taken a has taken a dark turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I was trying to say in a much yeah. nicer way yeah. was, uh, you want you want that captaincy to kind of open up again, right? Because that gives you an extra stream yeah, to the, the, the variants. Well, this is it. When when oh, that's why I was so down on the Harlem Permacats and people going, oh, that's a is that's rubbish this season. That's not going to make the season any more difficult. I think it is. <laughs> I think it is sadly, but there you go. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you know, if you'd be in the chat saying, you know, the the you can go up millions of places in one week. I mean, I did it a few weeks ago, right? I had Foden coming in with that hat trick and yeah, you know, he was two, How many two or three percent. How Foden got in his career then in the Premier League? Well, exactly. But you just, you, you, you just hit, got, you just, yeah. you just got to catch the right, the right yeah. bit of luck and the right, you know, the if, right If swing, someone had said but, to me at the start of the season, Foden and Trossard will get hat tricks this season, I'd mm. be like, mm, I don't know, I can't see it. The fact they both against, have, Ma- against Manu and against Manu and Liverpool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they both obviously, yeah, they, there are going to be freak outcomes like that over the course of the season. It's whether you, whether how freakish they are, and you can possibly be on them. Um, you yeah. know, I was thinking about the Antonio four goals at Norwich. Something like that could happen. Be to hit that you, is a one in a one in a. It is, but you you put yourself in the positions to try and hit them. Right, you yeah, look at the stats, yeah. you look at the fixtures, and you try and get those players that are five percent owned yeah. and, and stuff and, and we get we, that's we, we there will, that's well exactly there will, yeah. there will there will be opportunities but I've got no yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not down on it honestly you know going to give it a go aren't I you know <laughs> hopefully not end <laughs> up in a coma oh yeah right? that'd be good wouldn't it right <laughs> imagine imagine if you finish worse than five million uh, I'm not thinking about that <laughs> anyway onto the ticker <laughs> uh, this is the ticker for the next six weeks Palace right at the top. They disappointed straight away, didn't they? That was inevitable. Um, I thought they were going to win that game against Leeds quite comfortably. And Zaha was pretty poor. Did get the assist in the end, but all the points went to 
Eze, of course, because why wouldn't they? Well, he's played well this season, to be fair. Yeah. He has has signposted returns. Yeah. More points than Zaha now um, so Mm. far. But it's just typical, isn't it? When everyone buys someone like Zaha and then he puts in probably his worst performance of the the season. And (laughs) yeah. No. I still think he's all right for this run. I mean, I'm definitely happy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bournemouth next. They are doing absolutely incredibly. They're what, eighth in the league or something stupid? Got beaten 9 0 by Liverpool. They're ahead of them. Uh, Dom Solanke we slated him last week to assist in obviously. Billy's team straight in Billy's team big of return course, straight away course. yeah yep yeah. <laughs> he's probably the only option that people are going to be looking at maybe I mean maybe Billing Billing is, is starting to no Billing looks um, good yeah yeah yeah. get some get some quite big returns uh, Wolves next see um, Lopetegu that's how you pronounce it he's yeah. turned them down so they are still managerless but they've got a good run uh, got your boys next that's going to be a thriller uh, isn't it? <laughs> Anyone nipping out for some conifers should choose that time to do it, basically. <laughs> well, you've sacked your entire recruitment team, is that right? Oh, I can't think why. Why would we do that? <laughs> yes. You're quite positive. I know I was quite about positive. some of those signings. I think it's pretty harsh to go, oh, it's all their fault. You know? It's yeah. Like, mm, okay. I don't know. Uh, I mean, like, you know, Niakati and uh, Mangala have got injuries and they're probably two of the best mm. signings and that we haven't really seen enough of them yet. Um, I think it's pretty harsh, but, you know, they had their reasons. Who am I to question Mariakis? You know, he knows what he's doing and I'd be too frightened of him to question him anyway. <laughs> I just love that Cooper gets a new contract and they sack well, all the recruitment I think that's team. what, I think basically they went, well, we've got something to blame here. Is it the manager yeah. or is it our recruitment? I'll tell you what, we'll give the manager a new contract and we'll go with recruitment. <laughs> so, yeah. So bizarre. Mm. So bizarre. Uh, Everton next. They they do have a, a really nice run from game 13. Uh, Palace, yeah. Fulham, Leicester, Bournemouth. Uh, defensively they look good but obviously you can see the two goals against United Calvert-Lewin might be back around then but he's been out for a while probably. he was on the bench wasn't he yeah it probably won't come uh, be a massive factor for us but worth worth uh, paying a bit of mind and then right at the bottom obviously Arsenal and City at the bottom because they've got that blank but it's good runs for them after the blank Arsenal yeah. got Southampton Forest uh, and Wolves in the next four City have got Brighton Leicester Fulham and Brentford so you want to make sure you've got your triple City uh, back in place right for 13 yeah, I, I mean, I think so. I mean, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I mean, Brighton's not an easy game. That's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? When Brighton go to City and uh, because, you know, after what you did at Liverpool, that you, Brighton will go there with some confidence they can cause City problems. And I don't think, mm. I don't think Brighton are going to cave like other people, other teams have done at, at the Etihad. So, um, but yeah, for Leicester away and Fulham at home, you you want to have you want to have free City quota back by yeah. then um, because those two games will have a lot of goals in. Not sure how many they're going to get at home to Brighton. Be an interesting game. Mm, we are open. Oh, it's a frustrating game against against Spurs. I might have um, got into uh, <laughs> James's uh, DMs at Planet FPL. Oh, okay. And uh, he wasn't too happy with what I was saying. Oh but, dear, were you sorry, were you getting sorry, getting Jen. carried away on social media again? That's not like you, is it? Well, like, I, did it, I did it. I did it on Twitter. I did it. I did it privately, right. at least. So I'm I'm learning. But let me just say, there's only one team trying to play football in that game. Oh, that's all I'm, I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Leave it alone. These are friends of mine. I <laughs> really alienating my friends on Twitter. It's outrageous. Um, we're playing. I'll tell you what, looking at this ticker, the darkest blue on here is becoming Forest, isn't it? And I've got to say, it's, it's this is my third mm. season playing FBL with my team in the division and I'm really not enjoying it at all. Monday night was like horrible. I was like a ball of anxiety. It was a terrible mm. game. And now I'm looking at this defensive situation and thinking, you know what? The best team to bet against scoring is probably Forest. I've got... 
You know, and it's really hard. I've never been in a situation where I've got to buy players that are coming up against a team that I'm going to be wanting to win. It's yeah. very difficult. Never never had it before. And obviously you, you've you experienced it with Brighton and, you know, there's other people in the community that have it with teams like Leeds as well. Um, Leicester, there's a lot of there's big names in community support, Leicester and Leeds and, and yourself and Brighton. It's hard. I'm I'm finding it hard to adjust, I've got to say. Mm. Yeah, we the good thing about Brighton was we were never like the whipping boys. Mm. We we came up and under Hewton and we were kind of quite defensively. So I don't think we had too many pastings kind of in the league. Obviously, we stayed up that year and, and we had a really good start as well because we had like Pascal Groves doing really well. Glenn Murray came in and was leading the line. Um, you know, Dunk became an option. Like we had we had like a good start, whereas Forest are the opposite. You've had a bad start. You've had your good fixtures. And now you're going into Liverpool, Arsenal. Mm. They're tough. I mean, and, you know, it's a good time to play Liverpool at least <laughs> in a few weeks. Wow. But really, you know, I've, I've, as an FBL manager, I've got to be targeting Forest, which is yeah. difficult to do. I find it yeah. really hard. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, not going to help point. me get a better rank, is it? But there you go. No. Well, you know, this year, Forest up, just enjoy it for as yeah, much just, as you can. Just enjoy it. I'm really just enjoying enjoy it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to say, isn't yeah. it? Mm. Uh, take a look at some team data. So, this is a team data attack. City right at the top. Arsenal just behind now. Arsenal have been absolutely brilliant uh, this season. Just Delia's in the chat. I'm sure she's absolutely loving what mm. she's what she's seeing from them. Took Liverpool apart. Although, do you see that the VAR stuff again about the cameras not being able to pick out Saka? No. See all that? No. What was that about? Apparently, Saka was offside in the build-up to Martinelli's goal. Mm. But the VAR cameras. He was he was basically in the only position on the pitch in which the cameras couldn't pick him up. What is it? It's a VAR it. dead zone somewhere, is there? Yeah, where you can't a VAR get dead. A, a VAR dead zone. Oh, amazing! And they missed him. Right. And the Martinelli goal shouldn't have stood, but it did. That's what I read anyway. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. But you know they were still the much better team and, and deserved to win. Uh, it was a good game though. I thought Nunes was was decent actually. Uh, Liverpool third uh, on the list. Obviously they've lost Diaz. Now Salah's been benched in the Champions League tonight. Trent's injured, so they're going to lose some creativity, but. I did think Nunes was a constant threat in that game. The runs mm. he was making was really good. I wonder if he yeah. might become an option for us soon. I think it's tough to consider any Liverpool player at the moment. There's, there's so much change and disruption and uh, I don't know how they're going to get on tonight. They, they kick off in, in 20 minutes, don't they? So I, I just can't... slapping his mouth again. He's seen yeah, all that. He's, he's, today, yeah, he's... It is he he feels you can feel the tension off him, can't you? You yeah. can feel that something's wrong um in the camp for him to be acting the way he is. And I don't think as FBL managers we can trust them at the moment because you know, they might come out of this, you know. I I looked at, you know, he's Gomez and Simicast, they're now cheap and they're certain to start, but are you gonna go there? Um, I'm not sure Simicast is certain to start, but he's seen, you know, Robertson's on the bench again today, but I don't know, I just don't think anyone's gonna take them on at the moment in FBL because of where they're at. I think we got. It. I think Nunes. Mm. I've, I've been talking about Nunes since game week one as a player that could really come into the reckoning, and I hope he does because it, that's the type of player I need to shake things up. Uh, and it might happen, but I'm not sure I'd want to go there at the moment. Mm. It was just when you when you've got Jesus, Haaland, Mitrovic, Kane, all there. It's like, oh, do I take the risk of going for go for Nunes over one of those? I mean, we'll, we'll talk about Nunes coming up in a mm. bit. I, I do think there is there is something there um, in a couple of weeks. Uh, maybe even next week in game week 12. Uh, down the bottom of the attack, teams, you know, I, I mean, I went for Ward in goal because Bournemouth's attacking stats are so bad. Well, it's the three promoted teams, look. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you're right. Yep. Forest, Fulham, and Bournemouth, Bournemouth like massively far down, but they're just grinding out wins and picking up points. And you're right against against Leicester. Leicester just couldn't deal with set plays and crosses into the box and Solanke, mm. his height and physical prowess. I don't know what is going on at, at Leicester. It's really poor. But yeah, interesting. Yeah, three promoted teams right down the bottom in terms of attack. Mm. Well, if you look at those teams at the bottom. The only team down there that perhaps shouldn't be and we expect to get out of it would be Palace at the moment. Mm. I look at Southampton, Wolves, Villa, Leicester and think, yeah, I mean, they'll all be in the bottom half of the table. They deserve to be in the bottom half of the league table and there's no surprise then they're in the bottom half of this table. Um, West Ham, you'd expect to push on up. They have. They've been lower than that in previous game weeks, so they're slowly creeping up that table. Um, I'd expect them to be in the top 10 soon. But the bottom... The bottom seven or eight teams other than that, look what you'd expect, really. It's what we've seen all season. It's, there's no surprises mm. in the data, is there really? Is that? No, not really, no. I mean, Spurs, Spurs' big chance per 90 of two is low, as is Chelsea's mm. um, at two. For example, Brentford's is higher, 2.67. United's is higher, 2.5. Even Leeds is, is higher. Um, but Spurs are doing all right for XG, non penalty per 90. They're fifth um, in the table. I mean, City, with, with four big chances per 90... Brighton are next with three mm. and then every team is in the kind of two to three marks. So they're getting four big chances every game pretty much. And then they've got someone clinical like Haaland up top. They're just going to get two or three goals every match, aren't they? Well, they're equipped to definitely. And, and, yeah. and this is one of the reasons why I'm looking at De Bruyne. I've got De Bruyne at the moment and the plan was to sell him. But going to mm. Liverpool in the state that they're in, City are going to score at least one or two goals, aren't they? I mean... I just can't see any other outcome than a couple of goals for City. So I don't think I can sell De Bruyne given the injuries Liverpool got as well. No. I don't think it's going to be a tight game. I think City are going to score goals and Liverpool will have to come at them to get anything out of the yeah. game. So I think it's going to be open. Uh, I mean, the surprise here is Leeds, I think, in six. They've really kicked on under Jesse Marsh this season so far without, without really having an impact on their FBL seasons, mainly because Rodrigo got the injury and Sinistera, mm. just as he was going to come into the record and got the suspension. But... They could be on the cusp of becoming a team that we start to show more interest in, I think, in attacking terms. Yeah, I want to see them with Bamford up top and Sinistera there and sort of Aronson pulling the strings and things. As, as though they've been in front, like, I remember watching the first couple of games, especially against Chelsea when they won that game and thinking, oh, this is actually a really exciting team. And the last couple of games I've watched them, it's been the opposite. They've been a really scrappy, diff, you know, struggled to create chances, you know, kind of a complete turnaround. So interesting to see kind of what happens I mean the Arsenal game is really interesting because that should be two really attacking teams going at mm. it kind of hammer and tong but I wonder if Leeds will adopt a similar strategy to the last few games and try and shut up shop a bit and frustrate and I don't know I don't know if they're like that I, I think they're a bit more open but I mean I think they played uh, Villa and Palace two teams that are they're tough to play against at the moment they're, they're, mm. they're not exactly teams that allow you open expressive football are they so I think that um Certainly Villa aren't anyway. Um so I I think I think the Jews still out on these. I'm still willing to think that Leeds will be a will be a thing for us this season in some some respect. I, I'd like Rodrigo to get back in, but like you say, mm. until we know the the first choice, Rodrigo came in and played behind Bamford, didn't he, at the weekend. So if that remains, he could be an option again. And maybe and Bamford worked. as well. In- in theory, certainly because Sinistera was out, right? Yeah, maybe. I wonder if, yeah. when he comes back, if that means Rodrigo's going to... I would have thought Harrison that, I mean, makes way for Sinistera. Yeah, maybe. We'll yeah, it'd be interesting because yeah. he, he, does, he does seem to like Rodrigo. Mm. Um, I think the team sheet against Arsenal is going to be quite telling because mm. he's finally got kind of all the players back and back and fit. Yeah. Uh, let's look at defence. I mean, Liverpool are in ninth. We've talked about them um, already and, and the chances City are going to get. I mean, that is, you know, a, a big, big 
Look at that. Change from, 2. from last 5 season. 2.50 big chances per game. Yeah. The only teams lower than that or higher than that are the bottom teams, the bottom three. Yeah. And Leeds. So, you know, it's... Yep. Leeds defensively, and, and they're, they're upside down, aren't they? Basically. Well, they're, they're back to what Bielsa made them. Defensively uh, fragile, mm. but with a, what seems to be a, a good yeah. attack. But Liverpool's demise in terms of defensively is... They just don't look... They look I mean, they've conceded thirst in, what, eight or nine consecutive league games now or something stupid like that? Every time, every mm. time there's a game now, they mention that stat because they do it again. So you'd think they're going to concede early against City and first against City. They probably concede the Rangers tonight in, in 10 minutes. So it's just the way it's been. They cannot keep clean sheets. It's it's very strange because, I mean, when they when they had that season a few a few years ago and they had all those injuries, I mean, they had all their first choice centre-backs were completely out. Mm. Thiago was out. I think Fabinho was even injured for a bit. But I look at their lineups each week and think, you know, apart from when they had like Milner and Elliot and like a really lightweight midfield, like their lineup have been pretty decent. You know, with Van Dijk and Matip has, has been back or they've got, you know, Canate in there. Their midfielders look really, like quite strong. But there is something not right there. And I can't put my finger on what it is, mm. but... I don't really know. Like, at least they always had the excuse of it's having just confidence before. It's just confidence. Yeah. I mean, the team is is shell shocked. I think at what's happened so far, and they and they can't get any rhythm and fluidity in their play, and and they're just lacking confidence in defence. Definitely. I mean, mm. Van Dyke looks a shadow of the player we, we've seen in previous seasons. That's that's what is most shocking. I mean, Trent. We knew there were defensive lapses in his game. He's had a lot of them in, in a cluster recently. But Van Dijk is the one that shot me. Ever since that game week one challenge against Mitrovic, which was totally out of character, he hasn't really progressed from that. He's been making mistakes no. and hasn't looked the assured centre-back. Well, let's face it, he was. everyone would say he's the best centre-back in the Premier League in recent seasons, and yet he's nowhere near that this season from what we've seen. He's No, he's, he's way off it. Mm. Uh, looking at some of the, the top teams, I mean, City are top. Uh, obviously, and then it's Arsenal again. So Arsenal, you know, talk about rivaling City this this year being kind of the only rivals really to City. Um, you know, second in in the attack and the defense data, uh, and in the league or are they top of the league? The top, they're top of the top league, league, Arsenal. Yeah, top of the league, top of the league. Yep. Um, look at West Ham in third. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Their defensive numbers are really really strong, and I'm sat of Emerson who doesn't play. Mm. Lovely. Yeah, but, West, West know, Ham. If they play him and they play Liverpool in game week twelve, which defensively mm. looks a a bad fixture, but if they, you know, I don't think Liverpool way necessarily is anymore. So I, I think West Ham are a team that we should look at. Newcastle in full from the defensive data, they were high in the attacking data as well. Newcastle probably, you know, the most improved team in the last year, I would say, um, in terms of what they've done. And again, like Leeds, I think they're a team that we're going to take more notice of in in weeks to come mm. because um, you know even the likes of Almiron now is is shifting into view as a viable option, right? And I never, ever thought I'd see that. And so, yeah, I mean, we've got to give credit to, to Newcastle and West Ham here defensively. Uh, I think West Ham will get better in attack as well. So they're teams to, they're teams to focus on in the second half of the season. Yeah. I mean, teams that we shouldn't give any credit to uh, are mainly Leicester down in 19th. I mean, Leicester's defensive numbers weren't actually too bad a few weeks ago, but mm. everyone was kind of blaming Ward. But now... Ward is making mistakes again and their defensive data looks really suspect. So I just can't see things getting better from them. They are so bad defensively and it's just so strange. The confidence is just completely shot in that side. I, I, I feel like they need to make a change with the manager, but they're sticking with him. And I think as long as they 
got Brendan, I would be favouring attackers against Leicester because yeah, something it, just isn't right. It's <laughs> funny. I look. I looked at the ticker for the next three games, three game weeks, and Fulham and Leicester are the have arguably got the best fixtures. Mm. So I was thinking, right, if I was going to just target a defensive replacement in the short term, who have got the best fixtures? It's Fulham and Leicester, but you're not going to look at a mm. Fulham and Leicester defender, are you? Because there's just. I mean, Castagna, maybe. If they had an option which promised some attacking returns, you think, well, he doesn't get a clean sheet, at least I get... Castagna could be, <laughs> I guess, but, you know, I don't know if you'd want it. You wouldn't go to Leicester. I mean, look at that data. I mean, that, that tells you it's just, no, it's no. just cruel that those two teams are the teams with the best short-term fixtures in terms of opponent. Um, but well, the, the, biggest, the biggest cruelty is game week 12 because yeah. you look at West Ham and yeah. you think, I want to get in Zuma. Well, they play Liverpool. Mm. Oh, that's not great. And, and Leicester have got Palace, I think. In, or, was it, or was it Leeds? One, one of those two. But still, a, a home fixture, which looks all right. Because I was looking at James Justin, for example, thinking he's down to 4.2, 4.3. Mm. He's just a nice, easy move from Emerson if he's not going to start. But then I think, I might as well just take the zero points and save the transfer. <laughs> it's not even worth it. He's going to get one or two points max. Mm. Yeah, looks that way. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe the West Ham at Liverpool isn't going to be that bad. Maybe Zuma at clean sheets will, yeah. um, at set pieces will cause problems. Yeah. But it's not out of the question, is it? But yeah, Leicester mm. and Fulham, it's, it would have been handy for one of them to have a, a good attacking option or for them to be further up this table and give us at least a, a sniff of a clean sheet. But doesn't, I don't think we'll go there. Yep, absolutely. Uh, let's take a look at Liverpool's uh, decline. So this is looking at the attacking data xg per shot um so i mean my take from this was that it's not hugely different right 0.025 compared to last year there's only two teams that have dropped further and that's alice and west ham um in terms of the difference between xg per shot so the the thing that's shocking is that at 0.102 if you look at last season the team's wolves had a higher xg per shot last season mm. than that. So they are very much middle of the table in terms of XG per shot. Um, and last season they were second overall to City. So they were, in terms of their rate, in terms of their rating relative to other teams, they've dropped a lot. Mm. Um, and, and the difference in XG per shot has dropped by 0.25, which only Palace at 0.30, 0.0030 and 0.0034 West Ham. So it's, they, they've been one of Many teams have declined, but many teams have only declined a little bit. Um, interesting as well, look how much Arsenal have come on. They've increased, and as you would expect, what we've seen with the eye test, I mm. guess, they're, they're creating better quality chances. But yeah, and that's it. Liverpool, as I, I look back on where they were after, as I said, Trent's, Trent's output was really limited by, his, um, by the clean sheets. He, in terms of attacking returns, he only had three after this many minutes last season. So it's not like he's declined in terms of attacking returns relative to last season at this stage, but the clean sheets have dried up. And similarly for Salah, if you look at his, I looked at his XG per shot at this point last season and it was 0.15, it's 0.14 now. Mm. So it's only dipped very little in terms of quality of chance that he's had per shot or the quality of his shots. Um, it's just Liverpool as a team, you know, in attack and in defence, has meant that Salah and Trent, who are, let's face it, FBL royalty, have, have have basically been reduced to middling assets, really. They're priced at the very, very top of their positions. They're the most expensive defender, the most expensive midfielder, and they're not competing. They're not at that level mm. at all. Um, and this data just backs that up. Liverpool have declined to become what is at the moment, in terms of XG per shot, a mid-table team, which is 
I don't know why that is. That's the mystery. It's why why it's happened. Why this decline defensively when they they they've got injuries now, but they didn't have, and why this why the decline in attacking terms has there been has there been a conscious tactical shift that just hasn't worked? Um, is it just Mane? Maybe it is just Mane. As simple as that. But I didn't expect that kind of disruption from losing Mane, but it clearly has a, a affected the the quality of chances they're creating. Yeah, I mean Trent. Has, has, has just hasn't been the plan. I mean, he's been putting in more lots of crosses and stuff, but his general expected assists and things has, has been massively reduced. Salah's been playing so wide. I just, I can't understand that. I can't really, I know they're trying to bring in, you know, blood in Nunes and things, but Salah's their best player. I'm sure you want to get him more central. He's yeah, not I, low, I, is he, at the moment? Diaz is probably their best, well, was their best attacking player and they've just lost him. So, yeah, he just, I don't know what it is. We've talked about Salah week in, week out. Mm. I don't think we should spend too much more time on it, but I think the title of the show is No Red October because I just I don't think many teams are, are going to go you know into the rest of this month with a Liverpool player. Um, those who wildcarded Salah in will probably hold him because of game week 12, fair enough, but I don't know if I'm tempted to move towards him for game week 12 at home to West Ham. West Ham are the third best defence in the league. Yeah. So yeah. are we saying that Salah captain's a great option. No, he he looked so. it maybe six weeks ago. Now we're at it. Now we're on the cusp of that game week. I don't know if he does look that great. Um, yeah, it's 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 Nunes. I'd get if I if mm. I was getting a Liverpool player. If I believe they were going to turn this round, which seems unlikely with with their two most creative players currently injured, but it would be Nunes that, that I'd get because if you got him for twelve, for example. You then go straight into Forest. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's the thing with Salah, isn't it? I guess mm. you're not just getting him in for that game week as as lightly captain. You'd be getting him for Forest away. And again, <laughs> for me to do that, I've got to I've got to basically <laughs> you know get a player in with the idea that I'm getting him in because I hope he's going to thrash my own team. It's a, it's really difficult to go ask, but I guess. But I do you remember we like we we joked at the start of the season because you were obviously on the no Salah bandwagon you, and you got that you know you, you called that absolutely beautifully and did absolutely nothing with that with that no. you know <laughs> with that prediction it, it was kind of like a, it was a good call that hasn't got me anywhere <laughs> yeah, I know um, they're the worst yeah. they're the worst ones yeah. those but you well, I remember us talking about Liverpool versus Forest and it was Liverpool at home we were, we were thinking of doing a match of the day challenge for it because we were like oh imagine that you're not going to have Salah and it's going to be against Forest and all that but I don't know. I don't even feel that scared about not owning him like ahead of that. No, given, that that, given what I've seen. that has happened. If you go into game week twelve and some have got Salah captain, I'm not sure I'd be anywhere near as scared as I would be in previous seat. Well, I wouldn't be. I just wouldn't no. be as scared because I, I, you know, we'll look at the captain matrix later. There are some other options, and I just I don't know what it is. You, you just look at him and think he hasn't got it in him to damage teams as as hard as he has in previous seasons. It will happen though, surely. Some point this season, he's going to get a hat trick. He's going to get. He's going to threaten those kind of returns again. I think he's, yeah. he's surely too good a player where he's going to go through the season like this. Nobody can say what it is that's affecting him. Nobody can say what it is that's affecting Liverpool really and put their finger on it. Um, but the trouble is, with the moment, is we'd have to be back in Salah to get out of this at a time when Liverpool are absolutely rife with injuries and completely mm. disrupted. They've just lost their best attacker you know, arguably the best attacker so far this season. So do we want to get on Salah against that backdrop? I don't know. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not confident in doing it now. That's I mean, his lowest, his lowest goal scored in the last five seasons is 19. Mm. That was in 1920, which I think was their injury <laughs> in, ravaged. In 1920? Oh, okay. Not literally in 1920. 
in yes. your 1920. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have to go back that far to find a bad season for Salah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got 233 points. We'll call it a bad one. But it was mm. that was a season when they were struggling, you know, with, with injuries and things. And he still managed to get basically 20 goals. So mm. he's got two goals so far this this season. But you've got to think he's going to be getting 20 goals again. So it's going to have to turn around at, at some point. I mean, he did for Son, right, last year at Spurs. Yeah, he was well, yeah. really and, struggling. And, and we saw this with the Son hat-trick, didn't we? Like, you know, it, it can't go on eventually good players will hit hit the, the output, the FBO output that we'd expect. So we know it will happen with Salah. It's just when will it happen? And, mm. and is now the time, if Diaz was fit, if they hadn't lost Trent, then I would be much more confident in getting on Salah at this moment in time. But with those two out, arguably that's their best attacker and their best source of creativity out of the team. I know. I know. It's really hard to go, yeah, I'm getting on Salah with any real confidence. And as a Forest fan, I'm thinking... I don't know if we will get thrashed at home to Liverpool. I think actually we might give him a game, depending on where Forest are by that point. So, mm. Poor Diaz, out of the World Cup as well. Yeah. Yeah, shocking. Because he's he's been fantastic for Liverpool he's this great. season. He's great. Yeah. He's a great, he's a great, he's a He's not a great player. FBL asset, but he's obviously no. a very good player. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, keepers. Let's come on to these. Um, this is filtered by points per 90. We've still got Pope uh, at the top, although... Another classic example of loads of people buying him and not getting any returns. Again, conceded to to Brentford, even in a five-one uh, win. Um, just the only goalkeeper I want to mention here really is Kepper, mm. who is coming to the side. He's four point four million, um, four points per ninety. He's started the last couple of games for Potter, but seems to be first you, choice. Do you think he's first choice? I mean, it's, I think it's just so. the, it's just the stuff of the feet, isn't it? Really, yeah. it's just yeah. It is, isn't it? Because yeah. there's no way you can trust Mendy. No well, way. We've seen it. He's got, if he came back into the team, you'd say, yeah, he's going to make another two or three mistakes this season, Mendy. Whereas Kepper, mm. with his feet, is probably a more secure option. So you know Potter well. Do you, are you in, you well, I, I know what, I know what happened with, I know what happened with Ryan. Ryan mm. was the same. He was, mm. he was our first choice goalkeeper. His form dipped a little bit and he couldn't play with his feet. And then Sanchez came in who, who could do a lot better. Mm. Potter's learned from that and he's made the move quickly. Potter is the kind of manager who doesn't, if, if Kepper makes a couple of mistakes and concedes a couple of goals to him, that would be worth it for the build up yeah. play that he can bring, he can bring yeah. to the, the short play. So I, I would be absolutely amazed if Mendy came back into the, the Chelsea side with, with, with Potter there because he, he, he can't, he can't do what Potter wants, yeah. about, you know, short passing. So I think Kepper, if I was picking a goalkeeper now, I'd I know. Go I think I would, if I was wildcarding now, you would go yeah. Kepper, wouldn't you? you it's worth you go the Kepper risk. Ward. It's worth the risk. You go Kepper yeah. and Ward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I, and it, it, it's a, it's a bad. It, I mean, it's much like where we are with defenders. The, the goalkeeper position is it's a bad batch, isn't it? At the moment, it, oh, it's it awful. I mean, I've got Henderson. Oh, I just who, don't know. <laughs> he look. I mean, we were talking weeks ago. We were like, oh, he's a, he's a standout. He's gonna make loads of saves. Oh, I mean, well, you see, Forrest have conceded ten goals from outside the box or something. Like yeah, that. I thought that'd be perfect for him. I, I thought, know. You know if they if they if they if they conceding shots from outside the box, that's exactly what you want. You can't bloody save anything since I bought him in. No, he's been. I, I mean, he's unlay. He's a great goalkeeper. I don't doubt his abilities, but it's just not work. It's you know, everything's going in at the moment for one reason or another. Don't I no. know it? And and Raya Martin, you know, Raya for for Brentford. Our two for me. keepers are bottom know, pretty it's, much it's for bad. expected goals prevented. <laughs> and 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 it's like it's one it's one of your eleven players. You're more or less writing off every week. I mean, like I guess mm. if you've got Pope. You're thinking, you, you know, Newcastle are, as they showed in the data, you know, and a much improved team. And I think they, Pope will get save points as well. So Pope still looks 
the best option, but you've got to spend that little bit more to get him. But like you say, I think if I was going anywhere now, it, w- it would be Kepa because, yeah, 4-4 four, four for a Chelsea keeper mm. in any season's good, but in a season where you'd expect Potter to go on progressing this team. And I think in the second half of the season, they could be, mm. you know, defensively really strong. It's very strange with goalkeepers this season because normally by this point, we've got someone emerging. We've had Pope in the mm. past, we've had Martinez, mm. we've had Ramsdale last season. But there's no one that, no, like, not if, yet. If obviously, if I, I know, I mean, we, you know, I, I agree. If, if, Pe- if Kepa was, if I was picking a goalkeeper now, I'd pick Kepa, but would I be expecting clean sheets from every week? Not really. No. I kind of, I'd be ecstatic with a, I've had no goalkeeper returns all season, not a mm. single clean sheet. I can't ever remember that happening. Um, mm. I think you've had one, haven't you? Well, maybe two, Max. Ray, a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, we've got one at Bournemouth, yeah. yeah. One at Bournemouth. There you go. It, it, it's basically you're relying on save points and arguably even with Pope mm. you are as well at the moment. So, mm. um, yeah, Newcastle seem to find a way of conceding, don't they? Just that annoying habit. And, and you know, and the same's happened for Ramsdale. He's Arsenal, what, conceded in more or less every home game since 1920. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a tough, Tough uh, few weeks for anyone owning an Arsenal defender as well. There's just mm. there's no chink of light at the moment, but Kepa's the one that you would go to if you're wild carding at the moment for sure. Yeah, well, it, it leads us nicely into the defender chat because mm. you know if, if teams aren't keeping clean sheets, that's your defenders difficult to pick. So what you look then you, what you look for in defenders is attacking potential. Mm. We don't even have too much of that from the defenders at the moment. This is yeah. we're going to spend a bit of time on this section because obviously people are selling Trent and James is probably going to have to go for quite a few people. I will say right now. I am finding it really, really hard to make recommendations on which defenders yeah. I think people should should get. I mean, looking at the XGI non put it for 90, Perisic is top, but it's 0.36. Perisic is top, having done nothing for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, Everyone else has just fallen below him. Perisic has stayed there through just by default, basically. I said he'd be there all season, but I expected those numbers to be higher, much higher. Mm. I mean, you've got you've got Perisic. He was mm. benched against against Brighton. What are you thinking? I mean, would you buy him if you didn't have him? I, I think he is first choice. I think that was just a, a rest in the run of games that he's had. I think he will play against Everton. I think he's a good player for is me. He playing to tonight. Have. I haven't looked actually. He probably is. Yeah, he probably. I would yeah. make. I, it makes sense that he comes back in tonight. I think he starts against Everton. I think he starts most league games, uh, and I think that he's he's a good good option to have still because everybody else is so poor. I mean, like he, do, he doesn't start tonight. Okay. All right, well, we'll see. Who, who actually starts the session playing left and Doherty right again, is it? No, Royale's back in there because he's not suspended. Right. Oh, yeah, suspended, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah it's, it's, I mean, the, the, the Spurs wing-backs are a nightmare at the moment, aren't they? It, we, we can't see of the Spurs wing-backs. I'd still say Perisic is the best option, still most nailed, because I don't think you can say Cessna or Doherty or Emerson Royal are. Um, they're all, it's all questionable who starts. Every team sheet, there's going to be some anxiety. I think if you can get Perisic on the pitch, he at least gives you some attacking potential. And when you take Trent and Reese James out of this, you know, him and Trippio are probably the, the two players who give you some promise of attacking returns. When you go down the list and you'll get into Castagna in ninth, aren't you, before you get to a player who's certain to start and has any chance of attacking. Well, let, out. Me, let, let me let me read the let me read the top ten um, of, of this. So this this is, you know, statistically the, the top ten most attacking defenders. So Perisic top. A stoop in the end. Probably not going to go there given our given our fixtures and the fact we probably aren't going to keep any clean sheets. Trent injured, James injured, Trippier. Well, everyone's got him. <laughs> Robertson injured. Well, he's back. He's Eight on the nor- bench. He's on the bench. He's on the, yeah, but does he does he come straight back in? I'm I not, don't think I'm not so. Too sure. He's no. no. Nor do I. Then it's Eight Nori. I mean, 
he didn't start the last game, no. so you can't go for him. Uh, Sessegnon, he's too rotation prone. Ninth is Castagna, and then tenth is Neko Williams, who's also now rotation no, rotated with Aurier. Yeah, yeah. So you can, and then you've got right. Zanko I mean, at Brentford, who's not certain to play. Certainly not. No, Carlos, who's injured at Villa. Aspilicueta was, was. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing here. There's and and this is it. it, it we're bereft of kind of go to options, aren't we? Um, it's a it's a real problem. It's a real problem. I and if you, I mean, I've got Perisic. So if you if you're not going there as well, yeah. I, the, the solutions are we're going down to like the mid price bracket and we're looking at players like Dunk, aren't we? Uh, and we're looking at Wolves defenders and we're maybe even considering Villa or you know well, I mean, or you're, even you're going down to the, United. You well, know? Exactly, you're going yeah. right down to, to going right down to the, the budget defenders. You know, if anything, I mean, I've got Gay for example of, of Palace and Anderson's come back in. I mean, you know, Palace are, are decent from corners from set pieces and I would expect them to get a, a couple of goals. I mean, Dallow though United. Are, are, He's probably the standout option in that side. Maybe Shaw is if now we, if if he's now, um, you know, usurped uh, Malassia. Malassia, is that mm. his name? Don't pronounce it. Probably not. Uh, I've really got to learn some of these pronunciations. It's got. I was doing the Premier League show last season. Yeah, you know, they've got the. Um, you would have seen you the players saying their own names. Yeah, but yeah, the players yeah. are so good. That I love mm. that. I, I really missed that this year. Uh, I mean, you could go for them. I mean, all the other option is is if you don't have him. I mean, obviously a lot of people do, but I mean, we haven't got Cancelo. Yeah, I'm half tempted just, just to get Cancelo yeah. in, even though it's Liverpool. I know, and then ride out the blank. Because... I'm, I'm, I know. I look, I look at it and go, <laughs> well, I've got two transfers this week. Just go Trent to Cancelo, play him against Liverpool. It's not a bad fixture. You know, City could keep them out, quite frankly, with with the injuries they've had, and yeah. uh, and win like one or two nil. And Cancelo's always got obviously a chance of attacking return. Um, as we've seen, uh, then you don't. He misses twelve, but then I take another player out to get eleven out in twelve. I've got two transfers, so I think I'll probably do that. I mean, it, it, all mm. you're doing though is putting your team where everybody else is, is yep. above me, right? So it's it's quite a painful thing to do. But I think I think it's a sensible thing to do. And this season, often playing sensibly is the way to go. But it's just a, it's just a shame that we lose two. We lose the most expensive defender. We've got money to spend, and in defence, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go to spend it because you're not going to go a Robertson or Van Dyke, are you? Because normally you might consider that, but the way Liverpool are defending, you, it, it doesn't seem money will spend, does it? Spurs. I was, I was so sure this was going to be big at the back all season. Mm, yeah, you know, I know. Look we'll... how it's changed massively, isn't it? I mean, we always say this. We always go big at the back for a couple of weeks, and, then <laughs> no. and, and lo and behold, it's happened again. But it's, it's we've... fallen out of it massively this time. Yeah, now, I, I just I just thought with with James Perisic, Cancelo, and Trent they would all be so relentlessly attacking and getting mm. you know, attacking returns pretty much every week. Mm. And that just, that just hasn't happened. The, the one player that I do like, he's not on this list. He's not even in the top 30. Um, and he, he, it will either be him or Cancelo coming in for me is Cucurella at Chelsea. Yeah. What's the, what's the situation there? Do you think with Chilwell and Cucurella and well, who plays where? Didn't, didn't, yeah. I mean, Cucurella didn't play in the, in the, in the Champions League last night so he was bent so you've got to think he's going to come back in definitely for the Villa game at least with, with Chill will probably do about I, I personally think eventually he's going to play Cucurella at centre back that's where he, that's where he mm. likes to play Cucurella um, or he'll rotate with, with Chilwell I think he'll be in the team every, mm. pretty much every week because mm. he's, he's such a he's such a potter player like he, the energy yeah. he brings whatever position he comes in so I think you get him and okay he's had this little bit of an injury that's the kind of doubt but I think longer term he is a really solid 
option. And Chelsea's fixtures are good and he might play at wing back a bit of the time because um, I don't think he f- he'll fully trust Chilwell uh, in that position because he doesn't, he, he's, he's never really used a really attacking left wing back at Brighton. You know, like he, he moved March over to the right. Mm. He's, he's used Cucurella there before. He was playing Dan Byrne there mm. at left wing back. Like that, I mean, we played Trossard there, you know, fair enough, but I don't know. I, I don't think Chil, I don't think he, will use Chilwell week in, week out. I think Cucurella will be, is the one. So, so far you're recommending Kepa and Cucurella. It's like we're all moving to Chelsea. <laughs> oh, but even that's not, I mean, like in a, in a, you know, we're yet to see Chelsea settle down as a defensive team and, and offer us clean sheets, but it, it should happen. We expect Potter to have an impact in that area and we're seeing them scoring some goals now for Bamiyang, but we also expect them to get tight with the back once their injuries clear up. They've, mm. had, a, they've had a rash of injuries, haven't they? So, um, yeah, a, a Chelsea defender to replace James or Trent. Yeah, I mean we don't know James is out. Right? They're saying they're saying today that it looks okay, that it's good, and he may even factor at the weekend. So we, I think we've got to wait and see with these. Really, I, I saw he, I saw it is it's looking good, but he and he might be okay for United next week. That's right. what I read. Right, so he's out two, this week. Which would mean two games. Yeah, yeah I mean that's, and and 12. that's the unfortunate thing as well, isn't it? Because game week eleven and and you know and twelve hit so quickly. Right, they got the midweek game week. So, yeah, if he's out for a week, he's going to miss two games. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the the other the other suggestion is uh, from the chat is, is Doherty, uh, who obviously played against against Brighton. But there's always a risk that Perisic comes in at the right and Session plays yeah. on the left, yeah. even though Emerson's out. So again, it's not, mm. and that feels, and then Emerson comes back, and then you've got a headache because Emerson's probably going to take yeah. his place. I, back. I think the thing with Doherty is that if. You, he may only have to play one game to get you the returns. Like if he plays against yeah. Everton, he, he, you know, he could deliver returns that could be strong enough to justify the move, even if he misses the midweek game. So, um, yeah, they're at United in midweek, aren't they? So, yeah, you're not expecting attacking returns, uh, defensive returns from that anyway, are you? So, I mean, it's not a bad option, but it, yeah, it's, I've never, I've never seen it so sparse in terms of alternatives no. at a time when we're, We've got Trent money to spend and possibly Jane's money as well, which is the case for me. So, um, uh, rate my team. I had a look at some of the, what the model suggested, um, and you know, it, it 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 didn't offer any startling solutions. I wouldn't have said. <laughs> um, you know, obviously Trent and James at the top of that. Basically, they were the top two options between game week eleven and sixteen. You know, rate my team. Rated those are two top two best options. So we're they're they're closed off to us now. Can Shallow next? Obviously. It's back in Van Dyke, but that is purely using, you know, the data that's built up over a number of seasons on Liverpool's defence, and he expects Liverpool's defence to be stronger than it is currently. I don't think anyone's going to go shopping for Liverpool defender, even with Gomez there at a cheap price. Perisic, Trippier, we've already spoken about. Then I guess, you know, do you double up on Spurs and go Dyer or Romero? Mm. Dyer's an option, I guess, if if you want security, but over Doherty. <laughs> Yeah, it is that, isn't it? It's, it's like, well, why are we... Even Thiago not... Silva, you think, well, he's more assured to start. Doherty's on there. Anderson, Gabriel and Cucurella there, who you've already mentioned, right? None of these leap out. There's no obvious replacements, is there? That's... that's no, I mean, I mean, Dyer is, is an interesting one. I mean, Everton at home should be a clean sheet there. United away, there's no... And then Newcastle, they're, they're kind of tricky games. Then yeah. Bournemouth, then Liverpool, Leeds. I don't know, it's a bit of a mixed bag and you're not likely I mean he has he has got a goal so far this season hasn't he but they're pretty pretty well he's got two goals this season actually 
Give me one and eight. Yeah, I mean, Dyer might not be a bad a bad option, but it's not the most inspiring and exciting. Cucurella does make at least the top fifteen uh, in this in terms of um, mm. you know in terms of break my team's kind of points predictions. But yeah, I look at this list and think. I might as well just get Cancelo <laughs> just right out game yeah, week 12. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, a, a Chelsea defender, Villa away, Brentford away. They're away games, but those are two teams which certainly Villa, Chelsea could keep them out. Brentford, yeah, possibly. So Chelsea defender isn't isn't bad, even though they've got three of the next four away. But it, there's just no obvious route, which is, is, mm. is really tricky to go. I mean, obviously for us, it would be Cancelo, but I'm talking for most managers who have got, who have got Cancelo already. I guess they haven't got Alexander Arnold and don't have the problem that we've got. So it's mm. not an issue. But Reese James needs replacing by the sounds of it, unless you're going to hold through the next two game weeks. Yeah. I mean, no West Ham players either in the attacking data or rate my team. Mm. We mentioned Zuma and, and Creswell, who, who could be options. Obviously, they have the, the tricky game in 12, but probably, may, I think probably Palace defenders are my, are my would be my pro team. And I've already got Gay, for example, but maybe going for Anderson, who I think has got a bit more goal threat would be a good solution or Zuma and just hope for a kind of a set piece goal and then when the fixtures are a bit better they've got the good defensive stats that's about mm. as good as it gets for me that's, a, that's about where my recommendation yeah, Anderson we, I mean Creswell Creswell doesn't seem to have like the set piece threat he's had in previous seasons I think he's still taking no. corners on one side because um, mm. Bowen's taken him on the other I believe um, but he hasn't really shone and nor you know Matty Cash hasn't come through as we expected so even those lower tier options which I would say, you know, Creswell and Cash have probably counted as at the start of the season. We would have thought they could be wing backs who could come into it. They're not showing up. They're not. They're not there. And, and yeah, it's just the injury to Trent and James has come as a bad time when we really haven't got established options there. So yep. yeah, I think for us it'll be go to the obvious Cancelo and then wait and see on James. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's horrible with, with a player like James because I was so convinced he was going to do well over this run and I thought he's he's like 20% owned or something but I thought you know that, that's a good you know he, he'll get some double digit hauls in that time that'll kind of push mm. me up a bit and and now it's like now I've got to pick one of these guys and it's just a complete lottery like yeah. I don't have faith in any of them and you know okay maybe I go for Cucurella then Dyer gets a goal and I've gone for the wrong one but I'm not going to beat myself up over it because there just is so little between between yeah. some of these guys. And it's a, James, what, he is injury prone. We've seen him get pick up these mm. these knocks in previous seasons and miss three or four games. So I guess we know that that's a factor with him. But it's disappointing because whenever I get him in, I always have such high hopes. And um, it's it's ended in suspension. It's ended in injury. <laughs> no. I just have no luck with him whatsoever. I just never can seem to hit his halls at all. So, But I know as soon as I get rid of him, when he gets yep. fit again, the risk is that he will get that haul because we know that's there yeah. as well. Yep, absolutely. Uh, before we move on to defenders, let's just take a quick look at Trent, just for all the people kind of, you know, thinking about his his kind of decline this season. Uh, this is his performances this year compared to the last four years. He is sort of, I think he's kind of almost at his worst for so many of these different stats and, and so much worse than last year, uh, particularly, except for shots in the box, which is up. Um, but his... Yeah, his his starts, his uh, his well, not his starts, sorry. Obviously, that's down. Um, but looking at his, his per ninety data, uh, less chances created, his lowest since eighteen nineteen, um, lowest big chance created by a significant margin. Yeah, zero point two nine compared to zero point four in eighteen nineteen and zero point four two in twenty twenty one. So like half of his worst seasons. Um, crosses are are decent at six. We we've kind of said that quite a few times, but. You know, XGI non-penalty per 90 of 0.3, that is 
you know, way down from last year, but it was 0.5. That, that's the thing. It's like Salah though, isn't it? Yeah, it? The decline seems worse because last season, both Trent and Salah had outstanding seasons in terms of output and data. Mm. Whereas if you look at XGI non-penalty per 90 in 2021, it was the same as this season. In 1920, it's 0.35, just 0.05 up. And in 1819, it was the same as this season, 0.30. So actually, his XGI on penalty is on a par with what he's done in previous seasons, except last season. And and when you looked at mm. Salah's data we've done in previous weeks, we've seen that as well. It's because we've come off of such an amazing season for these two players that the recency bias is thinking that they've declined more than they actually have. They, you know, Trent like Salah has declined, but not massively. Liverpool have declined as a whole, though, with it. And and that obviously exacerbates it as well. So I think I think what I'm taking from this data is I'm not giving up on Trent this season. I think he hasn't fallen so far uh, the, where we have to think, well, his days as, as being the best FBL defender are over. I don't think that is the case. I think he could end up still being the top scoring defender this season. Um, but Liverpool got to keep some clean sheets and he's got to, mm. he's got to try and edge his way back to where he was last season. It's the quality of the crosses. Like he's putting in the volume. That's exactly it's the big chance say. created yeah. is down. And that is obviously impacting on Liverpool's attack as well because he is when you take Robertson out from one side and Trent not performing as well on the other side, they're their two creative options. They're the, that's where the chances have come from in previous seasons. Yeah, I mean, he's putting in more crosses than than all seasons except for nineteen twenty. But yeah. like you say, the big chances created is, is at its lowest it's ever been by by a lot. So the crosses aren't any good. <laughs> that's the problem. Um, and you'd think, you know, with Nunes there, you, he would be, you know, put the ball in his head, Nunes scores. That's kind of one of the main reasons why they've got Nunes for that physical mm. prowess in, in the kind of box. And it's just not happening. And now he's injured for a bit and it's going to take even more time to kind of adapt to it. Well, so. he has been here before. I remember a phase, I don't, was it last season or the season before last, where everything everything he cost was just hitting the first defender. Yeah. He just never seemed to be adequate in a cross with any quality and find a Liverpool player. And he, he got out of it. And, and you know, obviously Klopp's got to play a part in that. Um. You know, the, the injuries come at a time when his confidence is low. Maybe it's come at a good time. You know, take him out because of the injury. Get him, when he is fit, get him back and start afresh. And hopefully he can start becoming a player we, we know he is. We know, we, you know, mm. he's, he, I've never thought I'd not have him this season. Mm, I, I, me neither. I mean, it's taken an injury f- for him to come out of my team, and he will. But to be honest, just on form alone, I was on the point of taking him out anyway. And, and that's hard to believe this season that, that would happen but it has well I've only, I've only ever sold him once and that was mm. when we were doing that watch along and I went to the get a drink and I came back and he'd scored <laughs> which is one of my worst ever moments in FPL I vowed Love never it. to sell him again vowed mm. never to sell him again but that's part one of FPL Black Box episode 85 done and dusted join us for part two when we look at the midfielders and forwards data we make our predictions for game week 11 and look at our teams as we go into the weekend Podcast Network.